This podcast is brought to you by Voice of Vets. Voice of Vets. Hear it. Feel it. Feel it. Feel it. Feel it. Today on the COVID report, we are joined by the Department of Correctional Services Deputy Commissioner of Communications, Logan Maestri, to share with us more on how the department has survived this pandemic. Thank you so much, Mr. Maestri, for joining us here on the COVID report. And firstly, why are prisons so vulnerable to a contagious disease like COVID-19? And what can be done to protect people who live and work in and around correctional facilities? A good day, many thanks for the opportunity and good day to your listeners as well. Well, we know that COVID-19 has threatened the lives of people across the globe worldwide. And the coronavirus presents challenge for institutions worldwide that house a high number of persons in close proximity to one another, such as correctional facilities globally. Now in the Department of Correctional Services, the COVID-19 recovery rate currently is at 95.31%, which is encouraging. And the total number of recoveries is 6,790. So we currently have a recovery rate of 95.31%. And as at the 28th of September, 2020, COVID-19 active cases have been reduced to Mm 2.93% or 209. So that is, um, as I said earlier on, Uh, that as of the 28th of September 2020, COVID-19 active cases have been reduced to 2.93% or 209, comprising of 128 inmates and 81 officials. And active cases for inmates represent 0.09% of the country's total inmate population, with confirmed cases standing at 1.95% of the inmate population across the country's 243 correctional facilities. The total number of confirmed coronavirus cases is 7,124, constituting 4,408 officials and 2,716 inmates. Regrettably, 125 deaths of 69 officials and 56 inmates were recorded, and we convey condolences of those who have passed on and wish those recovering a speedy recovery. Now, to protect people who live and work in and around correctional facilities, uh, the Department of Correctional Services, DCS, has embarked on mass screening and testing, as well as intensified communication for everyone to continue to do the right things, such as practicing safe distancing, wearing a mask and washing hands with soap and water, or using an alcohol-based hands sanitizer. Since the 15th of March, 2020, Uh, The department has adopted a careful approach in implementing its COVID-19 disaster management response strategy, which includes prevention, containment, and treatment with provision of the requisite personal protective equipment, or as many people say, PPEs. And uh, this includes the provision of goggles, gloves, masks, gowns, and the like across all our 243 correctional facilities in the country. We have full confidence in our preventative and treatment measures and remain committed to protecting our officials and inmates. The Department of Correctional Services risk adjusted strategy is currently being reviewed accordingly and visits to correctional centers during level one under certain conditions Mm -hmm. and in line with COVID-19 protocols are permitted and further developments will be made public in due course. As a Department of Correctional Services, we profoundly appreciate the fact that we have officials dedicated to ensuring that we work all out to eliminate all active cases, and the department is fully aware of the task still ahead, 
We will ensure that through our disaster management response strategy and related standard operating procedures, we respond accordingly to minimize further infections. Now, we know as South Africans that many prisons suffer from overcrowding and long-standing neglect. How does this add on to the preparedness of basic provincial control measures associated with the new health pandemic in terms of overall infrastructure? And how has it made challenging your plight in stopping the virus within these spaces? Well, South Africa's inmate population is currently approximately 139,054. And uh, this results in overcrowding of 14.73%, which is a significant drop when we compare that uh, to overcrowding figures of previous months. And so 14.73% is a significant drop when overcrowding was previously significantly higher. 48,744 out of the 139,054 inmates are remand detainees. Therefore, remand detainees equate to 35,05% of the total inmate population. The reduction in overcrowding in order to improve social distancing is one of the approaches that the Department of Correctional Services took, as advised by the United Nations. And on the 8th of May 2020, President Cyril Ramaphosa authorized the release on parole of certain categories of low-risk inmates to curb the rapid spread of COVID-19 correctional facilities across the country. And accordingly, implementation of the special parole dispensation was initiated by the department. Now, since the 15th of March, 2020, uh, Correctional Services has adopted a careful approach in implementing its COVID-19 disaster management response strategy, which includes prevention, containment, and treatment with the provision of the requisite PPEs as well as screening and testing across all our correctional facilities. This multi-pronged approach included repurposing some of the departmental workshops for the production of face masks to enhance the provision of PPEs to offenders and officials. And many inmates were involved in this production across our workshops across South Africa. And as part of our disaster management response strategy, in conjunction with the National Department of Health and other relevant stakeholders, The department also employed more than 700 additional professional nurses to bolster its current capacity of professionals in all correctional centers, which includes medical practitioners, pharmacists, professional nurses, psychologists, and counselors, as well as social work and related professionals. These correctional services healthcare professionals are armed with all relevant PPEs and fully adhere to all health protocols in dealing with COVID-19 to ensure the well-being and health care of all in correctional services. A medical advisory panel comprising external medical experts was also appointed to ensure regular monitoring, evaluation, and review of the disaster management response strategy on the ground. Disaster management response teams are in place across the country at head office, regional offices, management areas, and correctional centers and disaster management response team meetings are held regularly at all levels and reports are compiled regularly for submission to the executive authority. Now, Mr. Maestri, in your previous answer, you mentioned the release of some prisoners, which forms part of the mandate from the Justice Minister. Now, how far is Correctional Services with regards to executing further this mandate around the release of prisoners? 
The placement and release of qualifying low-risk offenders commenced on the 20th of May 2020, following administrative procedures and normal parole processes being undertaken before placement commenced. Parole boards and head of correctional centers had to consider each case on its own merits prior to placement of these qualifying offenders on parole. Now, this requires a meticulous process, which involves victim offender mediation and the taking of DNA samples by the South African Police Service. The released low-risk inmates have undergone relevant rehabilitation and reintegration programs. And to date, close to 12,000 qualifying low-risk offenders were granted parole under correctional supervision to continue to serve their sentences in the system of community corrections. Many are above the age of 60 years and were sick offenders at risk of contracting COVID-19. And from the projected qualifying inmates, at least 90% have been considered for parole placement, more than 60% have been released on parole, mm -hmm. and more than 30% have been granted further profiles. Since the special parole dispensation does not remit sentences, these offenders were placed out in communities subject to specific placement conditions, which must be complied with until their full sentences are completed. Now, this was obviously a solution that came out of the need to create social distancing within prisons. But does it not give rise to a fear of perpetrators committing crimes once again, especially of the rushed nature in which this has to be completed? As explained, uh, placement and releases of qualifying low-risk offenders is as, per prescribed, is as per prescribed criteria. And this requires a meticulous process which involves victim offender mediation and the taking of DNA samples by the South African Police Service. The released low-risk inmates have undergone relevant rehabilitation and reintegration programs. And we also have community corrections officials that are regularly supervising and monitoring these low-risk offenders that have been released into communities. And if it is found that they have violated their parole conditions, then appropriate sanction will be considered, which may, be, which may include that they will have to return to a correctional facility to serve the remainder of their sentences back in custody. And now changing gears, how can prison staff and healthcare professionals tailor awareness raising for prisoners and other transparent communication channels that better prepare them and help protect their health? Well, during this time of crisis and anxiety as a result of the coronavirus and subsequent lockdown in South Africa, the Department of Correctional Services is executing a COVID-19 communication strategy. And as part of the strategy, the communication section monitors and analyzes the communication environment daily, including media coverage related to the Department of Correctional Services and its measures against the coronavirus. And as part of the communication strategy, various communication products and channels have been utilized to tailor awareness raising for inmates and officials to better protect them and help better protect their health. And in this regard, the Icona Corona Inmate Mural Art Project has been very encouraging. Since March 2020, the department has also been providing daily COVID-19 updates, which is in the public domain. How do you ensure that COVID-19 measures in prison do not amount to inhumane or degrading treatment? I think it's important to highlight that we have a new era in correctional mm -hmm. services since democracy in South Africa in 1994, 
And the new era in correctional facilities manifests itself in the form of the Nelson Mandela rules, which are the United Nations standard minimum rules for the treatment of prisoners adopted by the United Nations General Assembly on the 17th of December 2015. And in line with the Nelson Mandela rules, offenders should enjoy the same standards of healthcare that are available in the community and should have access to necessary healthcare services free of charge without discrimination on the grounds of their legal status. As part of implementing the Nelson Mandela rules, the South African government is continuing to implement and strengthen measures to protect inmates from the ravages of COVID-19. It's also important to say that there's no country that has been spared the effects of COVID-19, and this extends to correctional facilities around the globe. Most of these facilities have been affected as a result of perennial challenges, such as chronic overcrowding, which affects the practicing of effective physical distancing. Now, head of correctional centers attend to complaints and requests of offenders daily, which are registered accordingly by offenders through the complaints and request register, which is also commonly known as the G365. And should the head of correctional center be unable to handle a complaint or request immediately due to its nature, the inmate is informed accordingly. So all complaints and requests are handled in line with relevant prescripts. Also, there are various institutions, including the Judicial Inspectorate for Correctional Services, who fulfill an oversight role in the department. So allegations of mistreatment must be reported and the law must take its course. On the 5th of May 2020, the Judicial Inspectorate of Correctional Services inspecting Judge Edwin Cameron, together with the National Commissioner of Correctional mm -hmm. Services, Mr. Arthur Fraser, for example, visited Johannesburg Correctional Facility to assess the department's implementation of its COVID-19 standard operating procedures. Also, any correctional services COVID-19 inquiries may also be directed to the Correctional Services Call Center during office hours on 0860-000-327. And lastly, Mr. Menchu, what is the goal for the Department of Correctional Services for after the pandemic? Are there any programs or any things our listeners should be on the lookout for during this time and after the pandemic? Well, as I said, we are continuing to ensure that uh, we deliver on our mandate of providing effective and efficient rehabilitation and reintegration of offenders. And we are very encouraged by our recovery rate of more than 95%, which is higher than the national recovery rate. But I also want to emphasize that corrections is a societal responsibility. And the triology of offender, victim, and community is very important. To ensure that we have successful rehabilitation and successful reintegration, it is therefore important that the offender, the community, and victims play their relevant roles. And if everybody is able to play their rightful role and take responsibility for the well-being of, of offenders, we will definitely be able to reduce crime in South Africa and ensure that everyone is safe in this beautiful country of ours.
We have just been joined by the Deputy Commissioner of Communications for the Department of Correctional Services, Mr. Logan Maestri, talking to us about how taking care of prisoners over the course of this pandemic has proven to be a challenging situation. This podcast was brought to you by Voice of Vids. By Voice of Vids. To hear more of our shows, tune in to 88.1 or stream by www.vafm.co.za.